found the Leadership Lowdown right here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Vershiro, and so often we have a chance to talk to really interesting people and great personalities, and today we are really honored to track down an international speaker, an absolute thought leader, and someone uh, who has done a great job of writing books, and he's got eight of those books out there, and he's a best-selling author. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so pleased to have with us today Chris Johnson, founder and CEO of On Target Living. Chris, welcome to our show. Hey, Vic, how are you? I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, well, we know your son, Matt, and we just think the world of him. He's truly a great speaker as well and does such a great job inside the organization that you have founded and created. And then, of course, uh, the privilege to have you on the show is just something I don't want to take for granted because I know you're a busy guy and you've got great things going on. You've got this eighth book, which I can't wait. You were kind enough to give me a copy of, and I've got it kind of dog-eared already because there's so many cool things in here I want to ask you about. But before I do that, can you tell me and the audience a little bit about um, what On Target Living is and uh, kind of give me kind of the elevator speech on what you guys do over there? Yeah, Vic, we're a health and performance company, and we help organizations uh, basically take care of the greatest asset and master people's health. And so when you ask most organizations, they all say the same thing. Our greatest asset is our people. And then we follow that up with, okay, if that's the case, which it is, then what's the greatest asset of your people? And I think with the pandemic, we all understand that our health is everything. So really, that's what we help organizations is help people feel better so they perform better and um I think that's what people are looking for. And we do it on an individual basis, too. But we're here in East Lansing, and um, we have a beautiful headquarters here. We have a wonderful team. And that's our mission is try to help people one person at a time get healthier and feel better. Well, in the world, we always talk about, you know, well, you just can't take your health for granted. They become real kind of words of cliches that we talk about. But, boy, i got to tell you, when you get into this whole process of doing and living your life intentionally, doing the right things consistently, and that's some of the things that I think I can't wait to hear some of your thoughts on because we're not talking about just uh, crossing our fingers. As we like to say, Chris, hope is not a strategy. And so when it comes to your health, uh, hoping I don't get sick is not really a good strategy. You've got some definitive ways to get started on that and to make sure that you can do all the right things uh, consistently. And I'm looking forward to hearing about that. But Chris, was this something that you were born and raised with right from the get-go? Or were you kind of like me, uh, raised on lard and uh, lots of butter? <laughs> Tell me about your background. Well, Vic, I was probably raised like you, and so I always open my presentations with being raised by wolves, born and raised here in, in Michigan. And I had psoriasis, eczema, digestive health issues, and I had a compromised immune system. But I was a terrible eater. You know, I grew up on beef, variety, and spaghetti. All right. <laughs> and the doctors gave me oral meds and top of the grapes, but, you know, your senses had sensitive skin. But that wasn't the case. And so I was an economics business major at Western Michigan. And in early 70s, or actually 1977, I was sitting in class and my professor, Dr. Lewis Junker, was talking about processed foods and profitability. He was talking about cow's milk. And I was a poor college student drinking two gallons of milk a week trying to get bigger muscles. And <laughs> I quit drinking cow's milk in 1977 and my skin got better almost overnight. And then that was kind of my aha moment that, okay, there's something to this. And then I ended up after getting out of Western Michigan, I went to grad school at Michigan State and exercise physiology, and that's kind of where we are today. But, you know, it started way back in the day. I was interested in sports and 
I like lifting weights and working out, but I really had no clue about nutrition or health, really. And so that's really how I got into it slowly. But and then I worked at Frito Lay. I worked at Frito Lay when I was in grad school. Oh, I no kidding. Seven years in the grocery stores watching people shop, and so at the time I'm like, what am I doing? But you know, if I look back today, it was really a great learning looking at how the stores are set up and all the stuff that goes with that. But that's kind of how I began. And then I went to work for the Mac. I worked for a private practice doctor for a couple of years. So I saw the medical world. Um, I worked at a hospital and then I ran one of the largest personal training programs in the world at the Michigan Athletic Club. And then that's how I started speaking. Yeah. And that's kind of how we are today. That's Chris, that's kind of letting it up. That, that really is a great way to encapsulate some of the journey, if you will, on what brought you to the pinnacle of what you do to help people and to kind of help talk and really have some great credentials to talk about health and fitness. So, I mean, it, that must have been quite a journey, something uh, that today I'm sure you and Matt are quite excited about, right? Well, I think the big thing, Vic, is that we've done the work. And so mm. I always make fun of myself that I've made all the mistakes. <laughs> and I'll be 65 years old this year. I've been doing this a long time. And so we spent a lot of time in the trenches. This isn't something I did starting a couple years ago. I think I'm on my 37th year. So you kind of see along the way the trends. You know, the keto diet's out there today. People are trying to have their sleep. You know, how to get more energy. You know, things that people are really starving for. You know, we talk a lot about blood work. I mean, that's kind of my expertise. You know, you talk about low T levels and digestive health issues like gas reflux. And people are struggling with this. And as you mentioned earlier, they, they don't really know how to fix it. So we don't see with the doctors, but we're kind of the quarterback and help you understand this world. But yeah, it's been a long journey and we've seen a lot. And um, what makes it exciting is that uh, we feel like we have an answer to the problem and uh, we're always going to learn more and grow. Chris, man, I'm just really excited to have you here with us today. On page 13, you point out that it's never too late. And of course, uh, you know, you've been doing it all your life, it seems like. Uh, but there's some of us that could use some help right now. And as you point out, you bring us hope. It's never too late. And right now, it's going to get late because we've got to go to a break right here on the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Vic Verschero. Thanks for joining us. For something to grow, it takes time. Like the equity in your home. That's why LaughQ offers a home equity line of credit. Because frequent watering of your houseplants may be recommended. Now can we get a new roof? Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. This is the Michigan Business Network, and I'm Vic Bursera right here, having the chance to steer along the way in the leadership lowdown. And I've got in the passenger seat Chris Johnson, and he is the founder and CEO of On Target Living, a great international speaker, a fantastic thought leader, and also a best-selling author. So, Chris, the book that you have out is Rest, Eat, and Move. It inspired me because um, this on the Leadership Lowdown talks about leaders, and you've got to be right uh, physically, mentally. All of those elements have to be firing if you're going to be leading people and bringing your best every day. And I think um, that really is what's exciting to me is that the tagline of the book is actually, you have the power to feel your best. So tell me about that, and tell me what, what inspired the book. 
Well, I think way back in the day, we always were trying to, you know, go around actually what it is, and that is, you know, having people understand the pillars of optimal health, and that's learning how to breathe and the sleeping and space, and and then you get into the nutrition piece and the microbiome of the gut, and, and then you get into the movement, and then we get into the blood work and motivation. So we spent about two years writing this book. It's 375 pages, you know. But I wanted to give people a guide because I, the longer I've been doing this, people do not want to feel bad. They want to have great energy. <laughs> right. They want to have the vitality. They want to have all that. But sometimes they don't know how to do it. Yes. So that's why I want them to understand that they have the power. I mean, the human body is amazing in its ability to heal and self-correct. And so sometimes in this space, when we talk about you know the health space, many organizations don't think of this as like, all my people do this on their own. No, they don't. <laughs> they need help. I mean, when you have to talk about mental health and stress and all the stuff that's going with it, digestive health issues, but if, if they bring that to work, they're not going to be their best. And so that's what we kept talking to more organizations like, oh, and now they get it. And the people that don't want to be there, when we do live events, we do virtual events. Yeah, you've got it all over the board, yeah. Yeah, so what we found is that people don't really want to be there, the ones that probably get the most out of it. And so mm. our job is to create that engagement, that excitement, and then help them understand how to take these little small steps to feel their best. And I think when we do that, that's what gets exciting for us, and that's what gets exciting for organizations. Like, you know what, I want to help my people be and feel their best. And so that's why the tagline is that you have the power to feel your best, because it is. Nobody can take care of your health more than you. Yeah, well, you're the driver of that yourself, and Certainly, there's genetics and different things that come into play, but there's some great choices that you can make. And one of the things, a couple of things I guess I want to get your thoughts on. First of all, I love the fact it's never too late. I think that's really cool. I'm close to your age, and so I'm sitting there thinking, man, never too late. It's probably, uh, I'm sure I've burned a lot of cells in the wrong ways up already, but I, the idea that it's never too late is inspiring to me. And the other thing that I think is really cool, and you mentioned it, is small steps. Because when we think about diets, you know, we have that moment where everything's going to be radically different today and you're going to start completely doing things and it's like a cliff. And what I think I'm hearing and reading in the book is that, so wait a minute, you know, start with small steps. Do some of the things that are easily done and start adding those and they compound against each other to create a more healthier lifestyle. Do I have that right? Yeah, yeah perfect. So... I look at my mom, in fact, Matt, my son just put out a video on Monday about the story about my mother, and my mom was not a healthy person, and at 58 years old, she had ankle fusion and knee replacement, Things she was drinking too much whiskey and smoking two packs of palm balls a day, and finally I sat down with her one day and said, Mom, you can see this is not going to look good in the next 10, 15, 20 years, mm. and then, you know, what was me and this and that, so I hired a trainer at the MAC. We worked on your nutrition. We slowly changed things. You quit drinking, quit smoking. But it was these incremental, tiny steps. And then she started feeling better. And that was more a driver. And then, you know, when she was in her 80s, she was very vibrant. So I look at that. I look at that. And I've seen transformations with many people. So that is a big deal. And as you mentioned earlier, I might have killed a few cells. But here's the beautiful thing about the human body. The body turns over. Millions and millions and millions of cells every day. Mm -hmm. So your body always is in a constant change. The other thing, too, if you can get people to wherever they're at and take one tiny step and move in that direction, these are the really powerful compound interest 
effects that people start to see it. If I can get you to drink more water and less soda pop, if I can get you to breathe a little bit better, or maybe you go to bed 30 minutes more, and these are all the things that start adding up. And when people do it in small chunks, then they realize that, huh, I can do this. And that's yeah. the key, that's the power, that's the energy, that's the hope. Well, Chris, to me, I think that's so exciting because what I'm hearing you say is that unlike that diet clip, well, Monday's the day, I'm going to start my, whatever, January 1st, I'm making a new resolution. All those things feel like just screeching halts. And so uh, what's interesting to me is what you're describing is the little things that I can do that just kind of ease into it. And then I think what you're saying is that we're picking out little tidbits of success. So along the way, we have a moment where maybe we're going to drink more water. Well, instead of starting out with a Diet Pepsi in the morning, maybe that first thing you're going to do is, well, let's have 12 ounces of water instead of that cola in the morning. Let's maybe cut back on the caffeine, whatever those things are. But I think it's inspiring to think that we don't have to do it all at once. And thanks to you, we don't have to do it alone. So there's going to get so many good tidbits today. I encourage our audience to get out your pens and pads and make sure you take some notes because we got Chris Johnson in the house. He's the founder and CEO of On Target Living right here on the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Chris Holman, and as past chair of the National Small Business Association and a small business owner myself, I understand when you run a business, you rely heavily on your computer network. Now, you cannot afford lost data, lost customer information, and that's why you should trust your technology needs to ASK. Contact ASK at 877-ASK-4ASK for a free audit and analysis of your technology needs. That's 877-ASK-4ASK. Or find them on the internet at www.justask.net. ASK, taking the hassle out of technology so that you can run your business. Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. And thanks for tuning in to the Leadership Lowdown, where we talk to fascinating, interesting people. And every once in a while, we get an opportunity to land somebody that really is making a difference in the world. We have with us international speaker and thought leader and, of course, best-selling author, Chris Johnson. He's the founder and CEO of On Target Living. And today, we're asking him about his most recent book. Out of the eight books that he's written, this is number eight. And it's rest, eat, and move. You have the power to feel your best. You know, and early in the book, you talk about, I'm not sure if I got his name right, Grabwell Gromit. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that story? Because I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, I'm glad you included it in the book. Yeah, you know, you come across these stories, and this is an older version. It's Mark Hop. He's a columnist for the San Francisco Chronicle. And the secret of change really begins with self-awareness. We all have it. We all have blind spots. Mm -hmm. But the story is about Grobwell. He wakes up in the morning and cut to the chase, but he sees up in the clouds and fiery letters is that somebody's trying to kill him. So now he's like, okay, somebody's trying to kill me. And so he's ducking and he's hiding, he's running and he's doing all this stuff. And then as time goes by, he realizes that he's outsmarted his killer. And then he dies at age 53 of his desk on a busy day. 
but it really goes back at all the habits he was doing. And then it says at the very end, he died of natural causes at 53. Hmm. And he had eczema and he had this problem, that problem. But his lifestyle was a mess. Yeah. So his killer was him. <laughs> and, but he didn't know that because, again, he's doing all these crazy things. He had so much stress, didn't sleep, you know, terrible lifestyle, whatever. But when you think about blind spots, we all have them. Yeah. It's when we bring groups in here, we do some private consulting. But I want to know what their blind spots are. And so I started asking questions. I asked them about sleep. I asked them about how much water they drink. I asked them how many breaths do they take per minute. Do they consume an omega-3 fat? I mean, most people don't really know what their resting heart rate is. These are all great indicators of your health. And the list goes on. It has nothing to do with blood tests. So that's the story about Grobwell. And he had all these blind spots that he didn't know. And um, he was just trying to elude the killer. In fact, the killer was him. That's what's kind of fun about self-awareness, that we all have blind spots, but what are they? Well, I love the story. I think it's been a lot of fun. And, of course, around here, we like to say that uh, truly the self-awareness is the mother of all learning. And in your book, you make it the foundation of kind of those five steps to sustainable change, where they literally move up those steps. And it starts with self-awareness. And I think sometimes it's, I've had enough, is kind of the thing that motivates people. but that's still a far cry from self-awareness. I've had enough. I hate my body. I hate the way I feel or whatever those emotions are. But again, it has to come back to what's causing that. Why am I in this position to begin with? And what are some of those damaging uh, elements? So let's just say we've got somebody that's finally committed and has been made self-aware. Where do we go from there up through that pyramid of the five steps? Well, the second step is you really get focused on what do you want. So it really drilled down. You know, a lot of people want to lose weight, but I want to know, you know, what is that? They want to lose five pounds, they want to lose 10 pounds. What do they want to weigh? Whatever it might be. Maybe they want to lower their blood pressure. So we really get really specific of what do they want. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we move up into now we get into the emotion, which is your why, the jet fuel. And a why, anytime the why gets outside of you, amazing transformations happen for people. What do you mean by yeah, that? I want to so I want to dig down into their personal why. It could be, you know, I want to lose weight for a class reunion. That could mm-hmm. be an internal why or whatever. But anytime the why gets outside of them, for example, we did a challenge years ago, and we asked everybody that got in the challenge, what is your why? And one of the women from Seattle reached out to us and said, my why is my, I need to be better health-wise because I have a disabled son. Wow. And I'm the sole caregiver. Wow. Okay, so now you got some powerful, yeah. I'm going to be healthy so I can give more. And I think that's what your listeners are thinking about is like, if I get healthier, it's not always about me, but how can I give more? Mm. And I think that's the thing I think more and more people are looking like, yeah, that's a powerful driver. I tell a story about this woman in Cincinnati was 365 pounds. She was at 16 meds. She started her journey. She heard me speak multiple times. And I really hit the point about finding her why. And her why was her husband, Clarence, had been on a motorcycle for almost 40 years because she was too big. So every time she got stuck in the mud, she had this powerful driver about, I need to get healthy for my husband to give him a second love. And that was his love for motorcycles. So once we get the why in place, then we have to understand how do you build steps. And you do that so slow. Because in our society, we don't want to move slow. We want to move fast. <laughs> the right. diet industry doesn't work. Yeah. And then the last piece is you have to have the courage to measure or monitor. And so when people go through these five steps of self-awareness, understanding what do they want, the powerful why, they get into the 
you know, steps, and then they measure it. Now they have a plan that they can repeat, rinse, and the list goes on. And that's what I find with my clients. They'll like come back to me and say, hey, this is not working. Well, let me tell you, you're trying to lose weight, but you not might be losing your weight right now. That's I know that's what you want. But oh, by the way, your blood pressure got more. Mm-hmm. And how's your energy? Wow. Your cholesterol. Like that is exactly what you wanted at that point. Which I think the point is, stick with it, don't walk away from it. And of course, what you're telling us right now is there's a definite infrastructure that you've got to build for the success. And I think what you just shared is really a very knowledgeable and probably a lifelong series of learning that you've done to bring it along the way. So, man, Chris, I'm just grateful for your time. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Big Bershiro. We'll be right back. Sinair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sinair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sinair.com. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Bercherot, and I have with me today Chris Johnson, founder and CEO of On Target Living. He's got a new book out, and that book is amazing. It's Rest, Eat, Move. You have the power to feel your best, and there's no doubt in my mind that what he's doing, he has the recipe, but here's the important part to me. What we've talked about so far, Chris, is that what you've got is you've got a plan that is doable, and I think that's to me, when I was reading the book, I thought, wow, there's so many elements in here and so many really good things that this doesn't sound like that. You got to get a diet and break everything and give everything up. It talks about really kind of forming a plan and working through that plan. One of the things that I was struck with is that in chapter nine, you talk about rest, eat, and move, the pillars of health. So can we just kind of go over those pillars of health so that we can talk about those because I think it's really kind of foundational to the entire concept. Yeah, so way back in the day when we had a large personal training program, most of the training is all better based on movement. But I knew that to get the amazing results people, they had to do more things. And what I mean by that, they have to understand stress, they understand sleeping and breathing and whatever. It wasn't just about movement. And so if you looked at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, Abraham Maslow was Skyping monkeys, and the monkeys wouldn't go to the need above. And we think about human beings. We don't want to do that. We want to jump right to the top, self-actualization, and be all I can be and whatever. But the foundational pillars are at the bottom. And so I started thinking about, what's a foundational pillar under rest? Well, that's breathing. So again, we understand the power of breathing. It can change your mood instantly. It can change your energy. It can change your pH. It can change your gut health. And then underneath that, we have to understand, go up further, we got to understand stress. What is stress? What does it do? And that's what's killing us now today. About 80-90% of what we face every day is based on stress. That links to almost every disease. So we have to understand about the rest component, stress, and the breathing, and the sleeping, and the space. And then the second pillar, we have to understand, once I get the body more relaxed, understand the breathing, and the sleeping, and the stress, now we move into the eating, and as simple as we start is getting enough water. I mean, about 80 to 90% of people coming in the emergency rooms are dehydrated. So we work on the water, how much water people drink, 50 ounces a day is a minimum. 
And then from there, we move into how do we get the gut healthy? And then we learn how do you develop a lifestyle that people love and can repeat? Fasting. Should I be fasting 12 to 14 hours overnight? It's easy. It's not, and fasting is simple. But when people understand the basics of eating and nutrition, then we move into the movement. And if I look, you know, when I did the research on the book, you know, 85% of our population does not move on a daily basis. Well, what if you can get people to change their mindset of moving their body five to ten minutes every day? Motion creates positive emotion. One of the greatest things we can do for mental health is daily movement. So these are the three pillars that help set up the foundation for people to be their best. If you're building a house, how would you build the house? We all know it's got to have a good foundation. So when people are trying to grasp or like what's the magic pill there is none it's the foundation of pillars of resting eating and moving and without getting crazy with it you just target where people are at if you need to start with your breathing if you have a lot of anxiety that's where we begin and that's all if i need to get you to maybe do the breathing on top of drinking more water and then we move for a well, five to ten minute movement you can see i mean that's all i have to do i have clients truly say that's all we have to do i go yeah you don't do any of these Let's start with these three things. Mm. So that's really the foundation. If you can get people to buy into it and then understand it might take a little time, but again, long term, wow, and now I got a lifestyle I can repeat, love, and get the results. This is really good stuff. And I have to ask you, Chris, when you start talking about five to ten minutes of moving, tell me about that because aren't I supposed to be getting, you know, 45 minutes of cardio? And I got to run a 5K. As somebody that's sedimentary, that doesn't do those kind of things, uh, you just said five to 10 minutes. That's going to help me? Yeah, Vic. So the big thing is we don't move. Yeah. And what everybody goes after is I got to do more cardio this way. I got to do the strength training. I got to do a. No, we need to play more and we need to move more. So if I get my clients to really dive into this mindset, I want you to move your body for five to 10 minutes every day. Because the number one benefit of moving the human body is not what it does for the body, it's what it does for the mind. Write that down. (laughs) If you can get them to think about what it does for my mind, because I tell everybody, I don't always feel like it. Hardly anybody feel like, you don't feel like moving your body? No. No. But I know the greatest way to give me more energy, to get my mind clear, is if I just move my body for five to ten minutes and leave it at that. Mm. It's not. You start building a habit, and then we do a little bit more, maybe a little bit differently. Again, you can see how this is built. If I said, hey, we got to do this, and this, and this, and this, and this, people just don't do it. And so, I mean, that's my big aha moment way back in the day. I overwhelmed, and I did that with my father. And I overwhelmed my father. I wanted to be amazingly healthy, but I realized if I could go back in time, I would have done a lot different. It would have been, say, Dad, all I want to do is drink water today, go for a five-minute walk. That's it. Well, and Chris, what you're sharing, I think, and maybe you can correct me in our next segment, but I just think that it's forming some of those right habits because I can form habits really easy uh, because they're easy and I just, next thing you know, that's what I've been doing. But what you're doing is intentionally forming the right habits. And so even if it's five to 10 minutes, you move today, that's great. Maybe tomorrow it's going to be more, but maybe it's going to be less. But the bottom line is you have the discipline to make sure you did it. And the discipline, I think, goes a long ways in some of these uh, life-changing moments. Well, you're changing stuff right here for us. I'm taking notes, and I'm uh, enjoying this book. And I'm so glad that Chris Johnson is with us right here on the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. I'm grateful that you're here. We'll be right back.
The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer legal counsel to businesses, families, individuals, and municipalities throughout Michigan with offices in Lansing, Farmington Hills, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Marquette, and Holland. Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs, from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com. Mountain Leadership Lowdown, and we found Chris Johnson. He's the founder and CEO of On Target Living right here on the Michigan Business Network. And Chris, you know, as I think about some of the complete pearls of wisdom that are in this new book of yours, uh, and of course, um, those of you that haven't uh, heard us, uh, it's Rest, Eat, and Move. Um, you have the power to feel your best. And in all of that, I love what you said about the self-awareness and understanding that you've got some issues, but we've got to become more vested in ourselves. I think about the medical world, it always revolves around one four-letter word, which is next, which means come on in the next patient, they're going to run through your chart and they're going to back and forth. You've got to be an advocate for yourself. You've got to make some decisions and make sure that you're taking accountability. Do you agree with that statement? Oh, yeah. So I loved what you just said. You have to be an advocate. In the last kind of part of the book, I talk about your body's always talking to you. And that's an area, again, this is an area we do not receive more medical illiteracy than we do today. Mm. And it's not fair to your health professional or your doctor to walk in with broken sleep, cholesterol imbalance, hormones are a mess, mm-hmm. high blood pressure, and they think they're going to fix you in 12 to 15 minutes. It's not going to happen. <laughs> right. So the answer is going to be some form of medication. And again, how compliant will people be? So the first piece I talk about is your body's talking back to you, your eyes, your teeth, your gums. And people have asked reflex. That's a digestive health issue. If I poor energy, what's happening there? My blood pressure is too high or my resting heart rate is too high. These are all things that your body is telling you, but we're not listening. The other side of the equation is blood tests. I mean, all your listeners have had your cholesterol check, but most don't know that 60% of all heart attacks occur with normal cholesterol. So there's other factors, and the one big factor is called homocysteine. And if you don't ask for homocysteine from your doctor, you're not going to get a check. And it's an oxidation marker. It's a great predictor of having a heart attack. And the last thing we'd like to talk about is testosterone for both men and women. Testosterone is the number one predictor of how you're aging. So for men, I like to see that number over 500. For women, I like to see over 30. And at the very beginning, we talked about today that people are they're surviving, but they're not playing offense with their health. And I think that's where when you go into your doctor and you want to start playing offense and you want to be more of an advocate of your health, you need to get in the game and be more educated. We should be teaching this in high school and college. I teach this to doctors. I teach to healthcare professionals. This is something that everybody needs to get in the game. You don't need to know as much as your doctor or health professional, but you do need to ask better questions to get in the game. And I think I love the word you just said. And I worked for a family practice doctor for two years, Dr. Saltman out in Mason. I love that man. 50 patients a day. Oh, my. (laughs) So that's why he hired me because, again, he couldn't handle this all the problems that people are having. So imagine if your doctor has a 12 to 15 minute visit with you, if you don't ask the right questions or you don't get the game, you're going to be medicated. And that's what I see in our world today that at age 65, where most people are on three to five prescription medications and it doesn't have to be that way. Well, I think what was fascinating to me is that I can go come back from my doctor appointment. My wife will ask me all kinds of questions 
And I'm like, oh, we didn't talk about that. <laughs> what? How does that happen? You see it once every three months, six months, whatever it is, and you're not asking the right questions. And I think that really there's another great pearl of wisdom you just shared with us, Chris, is this whole notion. I mean, how many of us jump on the scale or look in the mirror or try to fasten our pants and realize that, man, I put on a few pounds. And that's the only measure of our health. And I think what you just unpacked there for us is that that whole section is full of several indicators and many things we ought to be thinking about that can help us determine our level of health and where we're at. That's worth the price of admission right there, Chris. Well, I think, too, that's the chant, you know, I call that section your health keeps score. Mm-hmm. Your body is keeping score. Yeah. <laughs> people love to keep score. So what I do with my clients over the years, I help them have something. If they're looking at their financial portfolio, they're keeping score. But are they keeping score with their health? And again, that could be resting heart rate. That could be rest per minute. That could be their blood work. You can see there's a lot of things to help them. And the body is amazing in its ability to try to tell you this stuff. But sometimes we just, hey, I got inflammation, I'm going to mask it. I've asked reflux, I'm going to mask it. My cholesterol's out of balance, I'm going to mask it. You can see how we try to deal with these things. In fact, we're not fixing the source of the problem. And yeah. the body's telling you about it. Yeah, and as you pointed out, it's just a multifaceted element. And of course, um, I'm sure with your studies and the work you've done on your entire career, the body is a remarkable thing. I mean, that really is the inspiration in all of this is that it has healing factors, the turnover of the cells in the body. There's elements that you can do that it's never too late. And when you think about some of those things that it can do and self-correct, man, it has an opportunity to thrive if you just do some of the small things in enough abundance. Uh, Man, there's just great things that can happen. Yeah, again, I tell people, you raise your hand, you cut it, and we all know that hand's going to heal itself in a few days. So we got to keep that mindset that the body will heal itself correct if you create an environment for it to do that. We're not taught this stuff. <laughs> you know, we're not taught it. So, again, that's really our mission is to help more and more people, inspire them, start keeping score with their own health, have better dialogue with their doctors, get rid of this medical illiteracy. We need to get in the game with this. I think COVID hopefully woke a lot of people up about their health. and. It is the greatest asset we all have. And again, you can be uh, non-intentional. I love your word intentional. You can stumble into bad health, but you can't stumble into good health. Mm. It needs to be intentional. Well put. Well, look, this is why On Target Living is such a gem for us to have, not only here in the state, but the work you're doing throughout the country is incredible. And the work you're doing here today, Chris, is really noteworthy and appreciated. Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network, and thanks for listening to the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Vic Vershiro. We'll be right back. Do you like to travel for fun and excitement, craving a relaxing getaway? No matter where you want to go or what you want to do, you can trust Dean Trailways to get you there. Our luxury motor coach lets you relax while you travel. No traffic to worry about, no parking fees, no hassle. Are you looking for some sizzling excitement this fall? Let Dean Trailways bring on the heat and take you to Firekeepers, Michigan's newest gaming hotspot. Experience the thrills of the slots, blackjack, craps, the live poker room, and indulge in the world-class restaurants, all while counting on Dean to bring you home safely. Dean Trailways of Michigan. Travel smart. You got the leadership lowdown, and we've got Chris Johnson, founder and CEO of On Target Living. And Chris is right here on the Michigan Business Network with us. I am just so excited about what I've learned today, and of course, uh, the opportunity to have read through your book, Chris. I uh, greatly appreciate that. And of course, 
There's just never enough time for these things. That's why you've got to get the book and you've got to have it there so you can start unpacking the wisdom that's here. And Chris, you mentioned you're close to 65. I got to tell you, you put at least 60 years of knowledge into this book because there's so many good things in here. But finally, if you would, because we're going to be out of time in our final segment here, give us some of your tips that you said to help climb the mountain of good health. Where does it start with you in your mind? Well, I think you've kind of touched on many things. It's curiosity, asking better questions, again, being intentional. And the last section of the book I wrote was called Happiness is in the Pursuit. Everybody thinks that if I climb the mountain, put the flag in the mountain, that's it. But again, the longer I've been doing this, it really is in the journey. And that's really where the happiness is, that it's all in the pursuit. And so I have multiple things in there. I talk about momentum and motivation and willpower and learning how to pivot along the way. But I kind of end with tips to climb your mountain. And one of them is the 80-20 rule. And what that means is it's not about being perfect and never will be. It's about having the luxury to create a lifestyle that you can repeat. Maybe 80% of the time I'm pretty dialed in and 20% of the time I let my hair down and that's okay. So again, that's a big one. The other one we talk about is nothing comes from nothing. You have to put in the effort. So when I hear this, oh, it's easy, it's free, it's whatever, yeah, you got to put some (laughs) effort into that and then you have to plant seeds. We have to think about staying in the moment, but at the same time, I use the let's make a deal, the three doors, where do you want to go? And then from there we move into... You have to make mistakes. You have to learn how to pivot. And again, that's trying new things, experimenting. And then as we move into the end, it really gets understanding that you will have dark clouds. It will mm-hmm. rain on your yep. parade. There you go. And that's okay. That is okay. So, But when it starts to rain, I tell everybody, don't run for cover. Just let it rain. Mm-hmm. And the last thing is, as we develop self-mastery, we all know it. Again, it's not about being perfect, but when we start kicking these things apart and learning them, that's where people start to grow, and that is the joy and the happiness in that pursuit. So that's the big thing we try to teach. We don't teach that. We teach a lifestyle, and we teach a lifestyle that's yours. And that's really what we try to do is we now try to give you the ownership. We're the guy. You're the hero. And when people start to do that, they're like, wow, this is magical. Uh, yeah. I can learn how to take my own journey. And that's the key. The key is taking your own journey. Well, and Chris, it's been crushing for some people in their life to look back and just failure after failure, uh, wardrobe after wardrobe of different size clothes and all the other challenges that go with it, and then the health begins to go. And I just love the fact that what you're saying, it can be different. The power is there, and uh, truly, each one of us have the power to feel our absolute best, and I think that's really something for us to remember. You know, there's two things I just want to take a moment on. You talked about the dark days, the rain will come, right? And I think there's a saying that I have on my desk, I probably won't get it exactly right, but I think it's a bottom line is, look, we can't always avoid the rain, but what we need to do is learn how to dance in the rain. And I think that's really what inspires me is that there's so many times that bad things happen to good people. It's all about getting up the next day. Don't keep score on the negative stuff. Go find out and charge hard to find something good that's going to happen along the way. The other thing you said We can't be perfect. I couldn't agree more. One of the things we used to live by is that, listen, we shoot for perfection and we settle for excellence. And so knowing that perfection is virtually something that's not something we can accomplish, but knowing that when we settle for what's next, it's still pretty darn good. And I think that's what you're telling us about taking control of our life. Well, Chris, I'm almost out of time in my segment, but I want to know, 
First of all, we did this in our organization, and it's a powerful thing. I really think it's important that people ought to consider getting on-target living team into their organization. Tell us what that looks like. Um, if I'm a CEO or a business owner and I want to talk to you guys, is it affordable? Is it something we can do? Yeah, we have a beautiful headquarters out by Eagle Eye. So it's a standalone building. So we bring groups in. They can come in for a half day, full day, a couple days, whatever. And we also can go to them. So again, it could be live or we also do virtual. So it could be a combination of both. So we have a fantastic team here. And again, multiple presenters. So we have lots of content, lots of resources. Again, live, virtual. And then we have other resources. We have an app. We have books. We have podcasts. Lots of ways to keep the momentum going. So, again, we're a resource here in this community. And, again, in the Michigan market. And we don't want to be a secret. I've been on the road for the last 15 years. But now I'm basically here. And uh, we have a fantastic team. So, easiest way to get a hold of us is the ontargetliving.com. And then my direct email is my name, Chris Johnson at com. So again, we're here, we're accessible, and um, we're happy to help any organization out there or individuals. Chris, can they get the book right there on your website? They can get it right up our website, correct. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it's called Rest, Eat, Move. You have the power to feel your best. And as you mentioned, it was a life's work. It took me two years to write it. And we're really excited to launch it. Well, Chris, I am humbled with the wisdom that you shared today. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Thank you, Vic. Yeah, we're glad to have Chris here. He is a gem uh, right here across town, and he's truly international speaker and, of course, a tremendous uh, author doing great things, helping people understand that the way you live in today is not the way you have to live tomorrow. You can rest, eat, move, and have the power to feel your best. Authored by Chris Johnson, and today I've got a whole list of notes. Thanks to Chris Johnson. Thanks for your time, Chris. Thanks for you uh, as a listener. Tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Vershero with the Leadership Lowdown. Can't wait to talk to you next time.